The Mommy Wines Podcast is a Mommy Wines Network and Emma Don production. Brought to you by Coffee Over Cardio, NakedWines.com, and Zaya Active. Who wouldn't love to have delicious, crafted indie wines delivered directly to their door? No joke. I would love that. Sounds like heaven. But just because I can't, thanks Utah, doesn't mean that I'm going to keep this deal from you. Head on over to NakedWines.com and use code MOMMYWINES50 to get your first six bottles for only $34.99. Go, do it, and then rub it in my face on Instagram. (laughs) Tag me and Naked Wines and share the bottles that you got in your delivery on Instagram. Mommy Wines, 50, $34.99, do it. Everybody ask you if you ski. Yes. Does that kind of drive you crazy? It's so <laughs> like it's annoying. the only thing that Utah I've, has to offer. I've <laughs> snowboarded one time in my life. It was the eighth grade, and I signed up at my school's like ski club, and I I didn't want to ski because I thought it was kind of dorky. So I was like, no, I'm gonna snowboard. I went one time, paid like two hundred and eighty dollars yeah, to go cheap. one time. And I was like, mm, no, I got, I was wearing a jacket and all this winter gear, but I got like super hot. I was so sore. By the time I got done falling down this mountain <laughs> or not even a mountain, cause I'm in like Bunny Northeastern yeah. Utah or Ohio. <laughs> um, as soon as I got done falling down this hill, uh, I was like in a tank top, but I used to wear white tank tops, and I still wear tank tops underneath all of my clothes, um, just because I don't like the feel of like being like naked. Like if I'm gonna be naked, I want to be naked. But like if I'm gonna wear clothes, like you like layers, yeah. <laughs> and like I don't like like if I had like a denim shirt like you're wearing, like I would wear like a tank top underneath it. Yeah. And I don't know. I just don't like the way like my bra feels when it's touching like my outer shirt, and also like. This was, I don't know, back in the day, and I probably had super cheap bras, so there's always, like, a line. Mm-hmm. So I just always wore a tank top underneath all of my stuff. And, you know, I'm halfway to Mormon, so... Yeah, right? <laughs> Should just add pants underneath, add little half pants. pants. <laughs> but, uh... You're weird. I know, no, I just like tank tops. <laughs> well, so I... No, I like that. I, I like the... I actually, with the sweater that you're wearing right now, you I wear would agree, it would probably, because my skin's very sensitive too, mm-hmm. so like wool is a perfect example. I oh. never want wool or, you know, cashmere maybe, but like any kind of like hard kind of cotton. I don't like it touching my skin either. I prefer like a protective layer. Yes, a yeah. protective layer. <laughs> and Keeping us all safe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I like was getting super hot. I was like carrying like my coat and my hoodie and one arm, like falling down this hill. And then I was like down to my tank top, but I was soaking wet because I was like, I didn't think about it because- You were sweating. I was sweating and snow is just oh, yeah, hard water. Oh yeah, you're laying, yeah, you're falling. <laughs> so I was soaking wet and I must, I was wearing like a bra that had a design and it was like a white t- like t-shirt contest at the bottom and all of the boys in ski club because I was like one of two or three girls in ski club um were just pointing and laughing and making fun of me because they saw my bra in eighth grade underneath my white wet tank top that's traumatizing it was I never went back and now I move here and they're like all of my friends were like why would you move to Utah like you don't drink crappy beer and you don't ski and I'm like um yeah, that's not Utah people. I don't know. I just I just did, so don't judge me. <laughs> Every time I tell somebody that I live in Utah and they know where I'm originally from, they're like, why'd you do that? <laughs> Everybody asks, why they, would you do that? Can't they, you can't drink there, can you? It's like, well, one, I wouldn't be there if I couldn't drink. <laughs> like, I can assure you of that. But there's just so many 
misconceptions about Utah. But the thing that drives me kind of crazy is everybody I talk to and I say I'm from Utah, they're like, oh, do you ski? Like, no, because there's more to do. I do. I mean, I have the equipment. Ask me the last time I skied. It's been a while. Um, like <laughs> I went to right after Sporting first... Goods once. Yeah. So okay, the skis I that I have are probably so outdated, and they're only from a few years ago. That like, it's a sport that I'm never going to be able to afford. Either. Oh, is it? Is it good? Yeah. Okay, good. Ruby's my favorite. So we're already like 15 minutes in, and I didn't even introduce you. Okay, let's do it. Okay. That. So <laughs> today, if you haven't already heard. <laughs> guest on the Mommy Wines podcast, welcome back, um, is Jen Hamilton from Mountain West Hard Cider. The Is it still the only cidery in Utah? Well, it's the only dedicated cider in Utah. There is a winery in Layton. They also do like brandies and they also have some cider as well. But we're, I mean, as far as volumes games go and award winning I, I'm proud to say that I'm the, the only best. dedicated best outsider, uh, <laughs> but a little competition would be nice, you know, yeah. spread out the uh, the marketing dollars, if you will. <laughs> so, but yeah, so you're the, the owner, founder, yeah, so fellow owner. Bernie's Mountain Dog lover, yes, you Jen Hamilton, Jameson, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, owner, founder, uh, my husband Jeff and I started Mountain West Cider. Um, he's kind of just been along for the ride. It's really my vision, <laughs> my dream. But no, I'm kidding. He's been great. He's awesome. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, owner founder Mountain West and coming up on our four year anniversary of having our doors open. Nice. Um, yeah. So November 7th um, is our anniversary, four year anniversary. You started a new business practically in winter? Yeah. Are you was, crazy? It was alcohol, though, so I don't <laughs> think that ever has a, an off season. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, we started a new business in in the winter, heading into the winter, but we still had, you know, lines at the door when we opened our doors, so it was uh, I'm sure people were so excited. It was nice. It was it was exciting. I think for a lot of people, it was it's a, cider is a new category in the state. You know, there's not. Um, Utah's known, or not known for, but has a lot of distilleries, and at that time, a ton of breweries. Yeah. Um, so everybody kind of was familiar with beers and IPAs, and, you know, um, that was the hot, hot, hot drink. But knowing that something new and craft came along, I think I think our timing was really spot, really good. Um, and it's, it's kind of paid off. It's also been a whirlwind ever since, but... You have a good location here, too. I love this community, by the way. Um, the whole, well, with 4th West Apartments, so we're here in, like, the Marmalade area, 4th um, West. Is that what it's called? Explain yeah. to me this area, so, because I've been out of the city game yep. for quite some time. So we're, I think we're still considered Marmalade even here on the west side of 4th uh, West. Um, you could call it West Capitol. We're right in between the Capitol, uh, West Capitol and Rose Park. Uh-huh. Um, which, by the way, Rose Park is just, I mean, that's the place to buy. That's the place to, like, come in, get a home, refurbish it, re- renovate it. You know, it's the marmalade district of 10 years ago basically um so is it now like up and coming because i've heard some i do feel like rose sketchy park, things there's there still pockets that is uh and it's probably more west valley um a little further south but you know you get that around any major city i live in the avenues and i still have you know petty crime theft and issues and when people think of the avenues they're like oh i love the avenues multi you know diverse neighborhood multi um housing opportunities big homes small homes you know apartments they're also older they're, so they have like more character typically like 1905 1900 yeah our house people hate my neighborhood because they're like it's just so cookie cutter there's only so many options and i'm like yeah, but it's think of new where and I'm fresh from. and beautiful. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's nobody's died here. Yeah. <laughs> God knows how many people have died in my bedroom. Like I don't probably, even know. <laughs> probably more than you'd like. You could have a haunted house on your hands. It's the perfect uh, time of year to find out. I, I'll stay away from that. 
But yeah, our house is from 1910, so there's a lot of history there. Um, obviously, not as much history as like you'd get from an East Coast or even Europe, for that matter. But yeah, um, it is kind of the old part of the city. But so where we are here in the Marmalade District, um, definitely, it's it's. I, I feel it's gone through its transition um, from 10, 15, 20 years ago. We've got a lot of new housing coming in, which has been apartment buildings, which has been awesome for us being here. Yeah. You know, we kind of got ahead of that. And um, I just feel like this this whole area here, just kind of northwest of the city, is is prime for, for growth. Up and coming. Um, I heard the coming, same yeah. thing about... South Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. It's up and coming. Yeah. That's what well, I keep everything's hearing. just kind of like spreading out and, you know, we're having a lot of... I think the whole state is just up and coming. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stick to Salt Lake for now, but for sure. <laughs> We've got a lot of industry coming here, a lot of people yeah. moving, you know, uh, transplants coming, you know, living here for, moving here for business, buying homes here, students who come to school here and end up staying, so it's just a matter of time and... It's crazy. We certainly have the uh, we have the room to grow, so it's well. The mortgage industry is definitely not hurting. No, so I'm thankful for that. <laughs> are you a real estate agent or uh, are you? No, I'm so in, you're in lending. finance. Okay, finance okay. and lending. Um, I've done a bunch of different things, but currently, right now, I'm in lending. Yeah, so it's a good time for you, mm-hmm. for sure. And people are paying. I mean, houses, homes are flying off the market. And they're paying, you know, and they're paying hundreds more than the of ass. thousands yeah. of dollars for just a basic two-bedroom bungalow style. Like, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, the prices in Rose Park, I feel like, last I heard a, a friend of mine who bought a home in there over there was a couple hundred thousand dollars, like 400 I think it was, mm. which is crazy because, I mean, if, it's a beautiful neighborhood, but they're tiny homes, you know, there's not a whole lot to them, but... People are coming in, they're completely gutting them, um, you know, keeping the, for the most part, keeping the infrastructure, if you like will. But like the charm and stuff. Yeah, but just completely renovating them and, and making, making some, putting some beautiful homes together. So it's a good part of, it's a good part of being in a city and kind of seeing the growth and seeing it spread out. And it's definitely new to me because I've never done any kind of like construction like, I've never been on the I hate construction. the other end of, like, construction or lending for construction loans. Like, I didn't even know that was, like, a thing back in 2010 when I first got into home lending. And it was, it's insane. There's a lot of money to be made, a lot of money to be spent. There's no construction in Ohio. Everything was built, like, 150 years ago. <laughs> I do think it's fun to drive down into sit into Salt Lake City downtown and see all the cranes that are up. You oh, know, that's crazy. I mean, um, that's a good sign, right? Yeah. <laughs> are you a fan of the Mommy Wines podcast? Well, of course you are, or you wouldn't be hearing this right now. One of the best ways to support the show you love, besides obviously tuning in every Wine Wednesday for new episodes, is shopping the Mommy Wines merch store on Teespring.com. This is where you'll find all of the Mommy Wines branded goodness, mugs to hold your coffee over cardio morning java, iPhone and Samsung cases, premium ultra soft hoodies perfect for upcoming cooler months, and of course flowy teas and tanks flattering on every mommy out there. Go shop the Mommy Wines storefront on teespring.com and make sure to use code WINEMOM for free shipping. But, so... so a lot of things have changed in the podcast since you were on last. Yes, it has. You know, I'm solo now. I'm here by myself. I love it. I love that you're keeping it up. I went through two podcasts, or podcast co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I met Tara, right? You met Tara, and Tara was great. Mm-hmm. And so before I got around to introducing you, we kind of had a conversation off air, and I might have started recording halfway through. Um, but I was planning on going home. And Tara was like, oh, well, if you're going to go home, it's super awkward to do. We, we couldn't figure out until actually I just figured it out recently how to podcast from, like, different locations. Um, we just thought that we would have to be together. And yep. I thought that I would just fly, like, live bi-stately. Um, and then she's like, well, that sounds super complicated. So she's like, let's just honor my season 
I'll just be the season one. It's going to be old episodes anyway. Nobody's ever going to listen to them, which is crap, because so many people have listened to them. Um, good. Yeah, it is good. Uh, but she's like, yeah, like, I'm kind of just, like, done. You know, whatever. Fine. Um, and then I took a break, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I was so concerned about starting the podcast up again, like, by myself. Because I always had, like, the vision of doing it. I thought I was going to have a new, um, like, guest every week when I first had the idea of doing the podcast. And then that's what I was doing when I first started it. Mm-hmm. And then Tara was, like, my second episode. And we just, like, clicked. Yep. And it was fun. And she had, like, a different perspective. She'd been married a divorce. And I've always been single. Never married. We both had boys. But, like, it was just, like, a... a age gap and a thing that like just kind of clicked and worked and then I just had her as a co-host ever since um and then when she left the show I was like oh no I'm gonna have to find a new co-host I'm like I don't want to do that it's too scary so I reached out to that like I was like I I don't want to put out episodes and then have like a gap and then put out more episodes like I wanted the show to be really successful and Uh, continuous with yeah interruption yep and then I reached out to that non-LDS mom group, um, and I found Carly, but Carly had so many things going on. It was just like, as the podcast got bigger, it was hard to schedule around two families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a challenge. That's got to be a challenge. And I think somebody has to be, like, dedicated or have some kind of, like, commitment level and I think she was just doing too many different things. Spread too thin. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've been doing it on my own, and it's so much easier to just do it by myself. On your terms, your time. I can, yeah. I have, like, an online calendar. People can just book themselves. Yeah. I put in all the time that's available, so it's, like, it's automatically going to fit in my schedule. It's so cool. And I've gotten to speak to so many different people. Well, I like that you're now kind of, you know, you're doing your thing. I definitely see you as somebody who thrives, like, kind of, do, you know, like, working on, you You mentioned earlier, you're, you know, you were a consultant for a while. You kind of worked for yourself. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely, I can see, like, the environment that you, you thrive in, you know. I mean, it's, who wants to work for some jerk when you can just, like, set your own hours and, you know. Well, it's fun, it's, too, because I've taken my financial experience and I opened up a lot of insurance agencies, so I've taken the business development side, and I've kind of molded it to where it kind of fits, like it fits like creatives now. So I've been actually working with a couple creatives like on the side, and it's been super fun, like small businesses, um, some local businesses, and like some like online creatives, like YouTubers and stuff, mm-hmm. blo- other bloggers. It's been interesting. It's, I can see. It's exciting. Congratulations. Little, thank you. That's but exciting. Yeah. So, I knew you and Tara had a lot of chemistry, which was nice to, It know. was fun. Yeah. It's a shame it didn't all work out, but things happen for a reason. So, I know. And now look at you. Well, as the podcast gets bigger, it's starting to get... It was... I felt it getting hard with Carly, like scheduling around two different families, plus whatever brand deal or partnership came along and this way it's just easier mm-hmm. so hopefully my numbers haven't gone down no they'll so just continue like, to grow from here hopefully <laughs> they will they but will they're in good it's in good hands i so. hope so but yeah so i'm drinking well i already drank <laughs> we got started I, early <laughs> we got we, we should have been recording the oh no we should have been recording the whole time, but uh, we have a Sipper Stool review. It's typically a wine review, but since we're here at Mountain West, we are drinking Ruby Hard Cider. And this is my favorite one. It's my favorite one, too. This one, and what's the one that has the pear? It's Desolation. It's yeah. Prickly Pear Cactus Juice, yeah. That one. I like that one and Ruby. Yeah. They're all good. It's hard for me to like, it's like your children, you know, but... They're all great. I love them all, but Ruby by far is my go-to. It's um, so good. Yeah. When I when I envisioned kind of like what Mountain West flagship cider was going to be, this is exactly what I what I had in mind. So, um, but yeah, we're enjoying Ruby. Um, 
We're one in. It's a 6.8 ABV, so it's packing a little bit of a punch. <laughs> I made the little joke to you. I made the joke to you earlier, or told you the story earlier about when I go out with my husband, and he's a beer drinker, and oh, he's yeah. usually like he's a light beer drinker, you know. So anything on a draft, um, and it, we just laugh at each other because we'll go toe to toe. He's drinking, you know, three, two, four percent beer, and I'm over here drinking, you know, rubies at almost seven percent. Um, so, like, three or four in, we're like, we look at each other, we're like, are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> I, think, I think I should stop. <laughs> I'm doubling your uh, alcohol here, but anyway, it's fun. Yeah, so we have Ruby. We just missed, uh, you just missed two days ago, we had a really fun event here. We pressed um, our next batch of Green Urban Lunchbox. So I that think, one was good too. Yeah, I think I was gonna say the last the neighborhood time you were apple here, one. Mm-hmm, our hyper local cider that we um, we work with, we partner with Green Urban Lunchbox, which is a local nonprofit, and what they do is they harvest residential and commercial fruit trees. In and and reached out to them, and they did not say they wanted to be a guest on the show. No. no. Oh, I have to get you in touch with Sean. He's, um... Someone's coming in. Come on in. I'm so sorry. I know podcasting. Just edit around me, please. Here, I'll sit in for you. Do it! I'll be right back. Thank you. So, listeners, if you're listening, there's my podcast <laughs> that you can listen to. <laughs> Do you have one? I have a Let's Play channel. Let's with... sit down! Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, I have a Let's Play, actually. So What is that? Um, so, Let's Play is like when you play games. Oh, uh, like watch. Twitch? But, yeah, it's kind of like that. Ours is actually more podcasty because we don't really talk about the game we just have a game running while we do it oh fun and we're playing and so like we just that's what that's what we do so so you just chit chat and play games exactly yeah and so we like it's just me and about five other rotating people that we uh do it and then we do it like 15 minute episodes based off of the game that we're playing so it'll be like part one of like Mega Man, part two of zelda part three of this and they're about 15 to 25 minutes long depending on do you have mario kart i do have mario kart okay can I be a guest? You want to be a guest? I want to play Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what's your podcast's name? Mommy Wines. Mommy Wines? Mm-hmm. Like, does it have to do with wine? Typically, but I'm here we now. We drink so. while we do it. Really? Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we encourage our guests to drink. Oh, my God. We should do, like, a little podcast collab. Uh, yeah, before you leave, get my number. Perfect. Let's do it. We'll yeah. do. Yeah, we're based on YouTube, though, so it's like, but it's either way, we'll... I'm actually starting a Mommy Wines TV which I'm not sure if I want to do YouTube, where I can monetize, or IGTV, which is easier. I can give you a little, like, yeah, YouTube monetization is really kind of hard it's right kind now. kind of a pain in the ass yeah, right Yeah, I have now. a thousand followers, X amount of views right now, and it's, yeah, we used to be monetized, now we're not. We have about, like, 340 subs, roughly, so it's like, and it's been a slow climb and everything, but we just enjoy making it as a thing. So, yeah, if you want to take time and come on and play some games with us, like... Yeah. Please do. Like, give me your... Uh, we'll exchange info before you leave. Perfect. We'll sh- do a little shout-out. Yeah. Uh, uh, shout-out my, my, my channel. Yeah. Uh, it's called uh, DigiWuts. D-I-G-I-W-U-T-S. Our name is changing, though, in the next three months. Uh, we're changing it to Salty Life Gamers. Uh, oh, that's better. It's better. It is better. <laughs> we we had a powwow amongst it at all. Like, and so, uh, yeah, we're, it will be Salty Life Gamers. We do Extra Life Charity every year. We're going to be doing it at the beginning of November, which we raise money for Primary Children's Hospital. So, uh, game days on that. Um, uh, I can send you a link to the website if you actually want to use this. Perfect. But, I'll put um, it in the show notes. Oh, that'd be awesome. Have you tried Coffee Over Cardio yet? If not, I don't think we can be friends. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you haven't tried it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have been seeing reviews blowing up all over my social media feed. Roasted to order, for females, by females, 100% Arabica coffee. Win, win, win. Not only will you find the most adorable packages of coffee when you click the link below, but they have tumblers ideal for girls on the go. Espresso Fit member-only exclusive workouts that you can do from anywhere. And a cozy clothing line ideal for a basic bee like me. With fresh roasted flavors like messy bun and birthday cake, this is a coffee lover's dream come true. Go ahead and click the link to check out Coffee Over Cardio today. And don't forget to use coupon code 10 Don. So sorry for that interruption. No, that's okay. I used to manage a bar. I used to book bands. and You've just done it all. Yeah. <laughs> well, way back when, I started out in serving and bartending. And then I became a manager. 
which was super fun. I got to book events and plan themed parties and it was all super fun. Um, but you know, then I went on and I was like, I think it's about time, you know, in the timeline of my tiny town to where I get like a a big girl job and now I'm like like health like, insurance and health insurance to, like yes think of yeah I, you know a job that comes with like a 401k and you have to like you know have a little bit of an education outside of what beer tastes better but mm -hmm. like, I'm now like man I can't like it's fun I kind of missed it it is fun to but, throw it's hard on your body though like yes. that's that so I don't I haven't served alcohol behind a bar in like 15 years, more than that. I'll just say 15 years. So when we <laughs> opened the garden outside where you came in, um, I've picked up a lot of shifts just because of staffing and stuff. And I'm like, wow, this takes a lot out of me. I am not that young, energetic, like 22 year old that I used to be. Um, I know, I'd probably be so terrible now. Yeah, you, it's funny how quickly you get back into it, but at first, I mean, you're so shaky, you're like, how do you pour out of a draft? Like, oh yeah, you gotta, <laughs> why am I getting so much head on this beer? Um, but what I love most about it is just the people, like, interacting with the customer and like... It's fun. It is fun. It is fun. It's a you whole nother level. You have crazy conversations, of... and it's a little bit exciting, and I'm, I'm glad I did it, like, way back when. Because, like, I used to wake up and never know what my day was going to be. And there's something kind of exciting and thrilling exciting. about that, you know? Yeah. Who you're going to meet and what you're going to talk about and the conversations that you overhear. <laughs> Back, like, today? Yeah. <laughs> if, there was a, if there was a bar fly, you know, <laughs> a fly on the wall, just like, what are they talking about, you know? So uh, grooming. <laughs> yes. So if you're in the Salt Lake area and you want to go get waxed any part of your body, use code Mommy Wines at Salt Wax Society because that'll give you 50% off. <laughs> worth it. Worth the pain. But yeah, it wasn't that bad. We were talking about it. <laughs> I already talked about it with Jenna. You can go listen to that episode. But yeah, it's like you never know. You never know. Just the world, any topic is uh, not not off limits, I should say. It's open open season <laughs> in a bar, at least. Back then, though, too, not only was my day, like, more carefree, I guess, but, like, I was more carefree. Like, I, I didn't care. I didn't know. Like, and when you're a server, it's like you also, you don't even know, like, when you're going to go home. Yeah, you could be stuck there till 2 o'clock in the morning or be let go at 10. Yeah. Yeah, there, it's a little little too... I like structure. Mm -hmm. You know, bartending, serving, it's it's a little too loosey-goosey for me. I like the... I say 9 to 5. I'm a 7.45 to 6, <laughs> but I like that structure in my day, and I get home, and I open the bottle of wine or make myself a cocktail, and... I know that my day is done, and now it's just me time, so. Oh, man. I wonder how many, like, cocktail recipes I even still remember. I used to have to make so many different drinks, like a Flaming Dr. Pepper, or like. Oh, that sounds awful. It, it's, <laughs> let me see if I can remember this. It's, it's Bud Light halfway with. Already off to a nasty start now. With, like. <laughs> I think it's like maybe like Jameson and then like a topper of 151 or no, it's Coke or something, Pepsi, and then a topper of 151 and then you light the 151 shot on fire and then you drop it into the Bud Light and it's supposed to taste like Dr. Pepper. I, you know, I feel like I've heard about this. That's a, I don't know. Correct That's, me if I'm wrong. <laughs> we could ask Google. We won't though. But like... I used to make so many crazy drinks, a, a buttery nipple. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a... A wet... Like, all kinds of crazy <laughs> drinks. i with these names, too. Are we that classless in a bar that we have to, like... Why can't we have a sophisticated drink? Like, everybody drinks Manhattans. Oh, yes. There's a bar in my hometown that I love. It's called The Craftsman. 
I like and, it already. And it's these, like, you walk in, and it, like, it doesn't have any signage outside. Um, the It's just a door next to a subway. Like, a, like a subway, like, not... Like Subway sandwiches? Yes. Okay. <laughs> not, like, underground... Not an yeah. underground... It's just a door next to a Subway sandwich place. No signage, no advertisements, nothing. You walk in, and it's all, like, Sophia and black and white, like, art or, like, photographs... The men or like the bartenders, I think I saw one female in there, but they're all in like vintage style clothing and they only like serve bow ties. Yeah, and like, like bow ties and, and suspenders yeah. oh, I and love like this. denim shirts. Craftsmen. And uh, they have this modern twist on only or like old fashioned drinks. Mm-hmm. So like, like gimlet. Yeah, like they'll or put like, like um, dry ice in it or they'll put. Like, they'll make it, like, a, a neon color, or, I don't know, they'll light it on fire. I don't know. They do these crazy things, and they're all, like, special, like, mixologist people. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, Lurk. because it's in, like, my hometown. Like, my Next home to a subway. <laughs> suburban Ohio town. And it's just, like, next to a subway. It's just a door next to a subway in, like, a shopping plaza with, like, a CVS and, like, a great clips. <laughs> like, Sounds like they did a great job researching their clientele before they picked their location. <laughs> they had to have because that place is bomb. And oh, that's if funny. you go in, and it's so small. It's, like, a speakeasy kind of place. Yeah, so they I, love only it. Let, I love the vibe. They only let, like, 50 people in. Like, I think it's, like, 48. Um, and if it's full... They'll just tell you to come back another day. Mm-hmm. But like, well, it probably mm-hmm. takes like fifteen minutes to make a cocktail too. Oh yeah, because of all the fun spritzy things that they do with it. But if you're forty people in a bar, that's kind of fun to watch too. Yeah, I love seeing, you know, craft style mixologist crazy drinks and like the way, especially now that how they're just the innovation or like mm-hmm. ingenuity that goes into like cocktail making like whatever happened to the shakers people they don't do it anymore they don't bruise the mint (laughs) i've been dying to go to prohibition i think it's in sandy well yeah it's actually isn't it right near fashion place mall yeah is that sandy or murray or something like that yeah i know exactly where this is all salt lake to me yeah uh, by the way i'm the same way (laughs) the fact that i even knew murray i know fashion place mall because they have a nordstrom so well they also have a -A build-a-bear so i know it too (laughs) what is that no i'm kidding We know the place for two different reasons, but we're both out-of-towners. Yep. But Prohibition's right next door to that. You know, so Salt Lake, another good place to go to have um, specialty cocktails is Beer Bar. Or not Beer Bar. Um, what's the one next to Beer Bar? I have no idea. Same owners. It's like right on 2 West or 2 South. I keep seeing this Top Shelf Utah Instagram. They're everywhere, all over my mm. Instagram, and I keep reaching out to them, and they have not gotten back to me. And I'm like, you need to be on the show. Yeah. Because they're, like, all over. I think they have a bunch of events right now, but I don't know if that's an actual... Are they a catering actual... company? I feel like... I think so. Okay. I feel like I've heard of them as I well. I think they're, like, travel bartender yeah. type. I don't think they have a location. Yeah. I feel like I have... I think you've hit the nail right on the head. I've heard of them, and um, I believe I even follow them on Instagram. <laughs> I love Damn a fancy... Instagram. I know. <laughs> I have so many friends, though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I like the fancy cocktail scene. I really do. Except for when it's, like, $50 for a cocktail. (laughs) And, like, takes 50 minutes to make it. If I'm going to leave my house, if I'm going to turn off Real Housewives, put down my glass of rosé. That's a lot. Put on real clothes and pants. No. And leave my house, like, I'm not 22 anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm not just going to the club. Actually, I've And leave your house, like, past 7.30. I've only been to one club in my entire life. But, like, I'm not going to go to, like, the neighborhood bar and meet up with my friends, you know? Like, it's just not me anymore. Like, I already did it, been there, done that. But, like, if I'm going to leave my house and have, like, a night out, if I'm going to spend a kid-free day, like, evening, like, I better be having some, like, good stuff that's fun. 
Like, I don't want to just. Would, what would Emma do? <laughs> I would, would probably be? go. I would okay. probably go to Prohibition. Oh or, yeah. Or All I'd right. come here. All right. If I ever get married, I'm probably going to get married here. <laughs> here at Mountain West. Yeah, because here is in... oh, okay. <laughs> at the Garden, and I want to have like max forty eight people. Perfect. Don't want any more people than that because they nice just little intimate group. They'll just bug me. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. 48 of your closest friends and family. They're welcome. Um, yeah. That's the way it should be. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd probably come, like, here. Like, it's just like a chilled layback place. Or I'd go to, like, somewhere, like, Prohibition. Or, like, if there's, like, any kind of jazz bar, I'd probably go there. I don't even know what's here. I haven't even gone we out. Have to, we have to get you out. I haven't gone out since I lived here. Gosh. Well, you got the baby. Mm-hmm. We're going to have well, to get he's... a babysitter and go out. We'll show you. We'll, I'll at least show you around Salt Lake some of my favorite places. Because I'm not the dive bar person either. Yeah. I'm, if I'm the same as you. If I'm going to put the effort into, like, going out past 730, <laughs> getting my hair, you know, doing my hair... You know, putting my face on, getting dressed and looking hopefully somewhat, somewhat <laughs> attractive. I'm going to do it right. I'm not going to go and get like a Bud Light poured on me. No, I'm yeah, going to go and I'm, I'm going to have gonna a nice fancy cocktail. Probably like, I don't know, some kind of nice appetizer that I'll overpay for. Um, but it'll be like the hot thing to eat there. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like the, like the tempura green beans. Oh, that's some kind where of are they cucumber at? dip. That sounds amazing. I don't know, but it's my favorite appetizer. They're like, have you ever had, have you ever gone to like a sports bar and gotten like the fried pickles? Absolutely. One of my favorite That's my favorite too. Yeah. High five. I love it. And it's got to be, not the spears, it's no, got to be the, the dill, chips. The chips, yeah. Um, but then it's like that, but green beans, and then they have this cooled ranch dip. Well, it's like ranch, cucumber hello. ranch <laughs> dip, but like you eat it. And it tastes like cool in your mouth. I don't know. It's delicious. This sounds awesome. I ne- we need more of this. I want in Salt that Lake. and like a mojito. Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> like a cool little mojito. I like a mojito in the summer. Yeah, I like mint. I, I don't like know what mint. to do now. Like this time of year. Yeah. Well, today it's rainy, so I don't. I think everybody. I'd probably I'm kind get of a, a cider. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you know what? Today sounds. This evening sounds really good. Um, couch. Pajamas, dog, my yes. Jameson, my bunny's uh. notebook. Cider in hand. Probably start with a cider, have another cider when I get home. Slowly transition into a bottle of wine. <laughs> Preferably <laughs> red because this weather just has me thinking of like warming up near the fireplace with a red wine. I've been getting better. I just talked about this on the last recording that I did this morning. But I was always a basic ass bitch with my wines. I was like Moscato, Riesling. I was even too baby. You like sweet wines. I was too baby for a Pinot Grigio. Mm. What is more basic than a Pinot Grigio? Pinot Grigio is my go-to. But like, I it was like, oh no, it's it's too hard for me. I'm a baby now. But, but I love that you liked Rieslings. They are yeah. like for me. They're that's the struggle. Like. Gewurztraminers, like those German wines that are really sweet. They're, what that's was like, that? I don't know. I don't speak German, but it's something G. <laughs> Gewurztraminer or something? I don't know. You're from Pennsylvania. You should know enough. I should. I don't, though. I stay away from it. No. Well, anyway, so are you exploring red wines now? Or I like am. broadening your and horizons? I, dr- I drink a whole... So what I've been doing, well, I drink a whole bottle of red, just red, the other day. But what I've been doing, this is making me burp. This damn cider. It's carbonated. It's been a it long time carbonated. since I've had carbonation. <laughs> but so Naked Wines is now a sponsor of my podcast. Oh, yay. And I have been getting these shipments, and it's like, it's super fun for me. It's like a mystery box every <clears> month. <throat> oh, thank you. I think I saw your, your a post with one of your boxes. Yeah. It's like so fun. And <laughs> I have to, well, I have to drive all the way to Wendover to get it. Of course, because we live in Utah. What? I'll drive the hour and a half to get this mystery box because it's like Christmas every month for me. I get, I love it. And so it's always like a variety of like champagnes and sparkling wines and um, all these different things, and they're all from like indie winemakers from all over the world. 
and it's reds and whites, and I'm like, I've, I've loved every white so far, except for like, I think one. But what I've been doing is if I open a bottle of red and I don't instantly like it, I'll mix it with white. Hmm. And then, like, I'll do, like, a heavy white, like, 50-50, and then I'll go to, like, 25-75, and then... The, You're, like, the, easing into it. Yes! I'm, like, weaning myself yes. off of being a basic bitch. <laughs> basic ass bitch. Yes! <laughs> and then by, like, the third glass, I'm, like, all red, and I drink. <laughs> well, I, yeah, you're also on your ass. <laughs> and I, I just, <laughs> the other day, I opened a bottle of red and I just poured it, didn't mix it, and I just drank the whole thing. And I was like, "This is good." I love it. So, do you remember what kind of red it was? Was it like a? Pinot it was a Zinfandel. A Zin? I also had no. a zombie Zinfandel that I drank with Jenna, the waxing girl mm-hmm. that we talked about earlier. Um, that was incredible. I was at the liquor store. I actually bought that one and I had to buy it because it had a zombie on it. And I'm like, well, this is just, I, once you find something you like too, I have to, but I bought that and one that had a bear on it on the same day. Didn't try so either one of them. you judge your wines by the label. <laughs> totally. Well, when I go out and I like buy them, I'm like, I love it. So, and I've also been working on like building these shadow boxes for my podcast office at home. Because I have a podcast office now, so if you ever want to come and drink wine and yeah. hang out, you can do so in the podcast office. But I've been working on these shadow boxes, so I'm going to take, like, really pretty or, like, funky bottles of wine that I get that I really like, like, the label, the packaging, uh-huh. or whatever, and I'm going to, like, clean them out and put them in a shadow box. Yeah. Hang Not just the, the label, or but the actual bottle just itself. Just the whole bottle. Yeah. I ain't got time to steam that shit off. <laughs> The you, whole made bottle. The, you made the shadow boxes, or did you buy I'm them? I'm working on it. I'm gonna no. I'm getting them for IKEA. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, make your life easier. Um, I love that idea. But yeah, so, so the zombie one I had to get. Have you ever heard of this app, Vivino? No. Okay, so this goes back a couple years, but I was introduced to this app called Vivino. And basically, because I have a tendency, I'll get bottles of wine that are given to me as gifts, and I won't remember, like, who gave it to me, or, like, where'd this, like, where'd this one show up from, or, but I know nothing about it, but I love it. So what I started doing is cataloging the wines that I like. So you go to your Vivino app, and you actually would take a picture of the wine. Um, so let me show you an example. Well, Do it with the Eden. Yeah, we'll do it with this Eden Imperial 11. It's probably not going to show up, but we'll try. Because that's what is that, that's a cider, right? It is, but it, it actually might. So so you take a picture of the label, and, you, you know, it's a good enough picture, so I use it. Unfortunately, it says we're not sure about this wine. Oh. It's pr- probably because it's not a wine. It's but, not wine. Anyway, what I really like about it is if I go to my profile, I can see all of my wines, and I've rated them. Like, <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. Well, this one was a cheap one, but um, uh, Moser Hills, this uh, this one was, you know, tells it's from Oregon. It's across the board rated 3.9. I actually gave it a 3.5, so that makes sense. Um, but anyway, I start to catalog all these wines that I've tried and liked. Fathia Vineyards, that's actually in Sonoma. I've actually visited there. Such a great wine, Pinot Noir. But anyway, I do this always when I find something that I like. Because I never remember it when I'm in the liquor store. And then I'll go to the liquor store and, like, look for, oh, yeah, that's the one that I liked. or There's so many times I've gone into the liquor store and trying to find the label of the wine that I tried and I liked. And then I just forget. And then I walk out with a barefoot. <laughs> Simple, easy, Which is good price good. point. Yeah, I know. I'm in. I'm into it. So I'm a shelf talker uh, reader. Do you know what I'm talking about when I talk, say shelf talkers? Mm-mm. So if you go into a liquor store, there's um, there's always like these. Well, not always, but above certain bottles of wine, they have descriptors and like ratings. Oh, the okay. wine distributor and the wine uh, manufacturer, do, they do normally pay for those to be on the shelf. But when you find a shelf talker that says you know, this is a 90% Cabernet, um, you know, California Cabernet, whatever it might say, and it talks about the actual, um, you know, tasting notes that you'll get. I always go to the ones that have a shelf talker, and if they have a higher rating, and then I go from there to look at what they cost. Because I refuse to spend, like, 40 bucks on a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't do it. 
There are Unless plenty I'm, of 18 or like $22, yeah. $25 bottles of wines that are on sale. And the Shelf Talker, if that grabs my attention and then it's a good price point, I'm going to take it home and try it. And then if I really like it, it ends up in my app. I need to get that. Vino. It is free. Oh. Nice. Yeah. But it's kind of cool because you can see what other people across the country, across, across the globe actually, you know, think of the wine if it's available. And I don't know. All of a sudden you're like a snooty wine person. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Go check it out. <laughs> so since you've been on last, mm -hmm. you were actually one of the first guests on the Mommy Wines podcast. Was I really? Yeah, no. you and the CEO of Zaya Activewear. The Activewear, yeah, because you were a big fan, still are a big fan of yeah. Wearing them yeah. right now. Yeah. I'm such a huge fan. Um, You're right, she was like been. shortly before, right before me, so. Yeah, you were one of the first ever guests. <laughs> so I'm so glad to have you back, but a few things have changed. Okay. Going solo. We're yeah. doing the sipper spill, which I'm going to sip this ruby forever. It's It's you. my favorite cider. And it doesn't make me, like, sick or it doesn't make me bloated. You know, like, I've never gotten a hangover. I've bought it a few times, like, well, at the liquor store. If it, they have it, they sometimes are sold out, which, good for you. Good for us. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, not good for you, but music to yeah, my ears. Yeah, not good for me, but, like, sometimes, because <laughs> I'm down, I go to the Riverton liquor store. Sometimes they're sold is. out. It's way down there. <laughs> Compared to where you live, it's way down there. It's like 30 minutes. but <laughs> It's like a whole other state to me. Yeah. Sometimes they're is, sold out. I'm so glad then I just like leave it. with a barefoot. But, you know, <laughs> we do things a little different. So we now have confessions. Okay. So... You gotta confess. Think of me as like your priest, and I I kind of did this as like a play because we live here in a very religiously dominated mm -hmm. neighborhood or state or whatever. So I thought it would be fun to do not only the confession but also just have a fun segment. Okay, of something silly. Something that I have to confess to. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Can you go first? I will go first. Okay, good. <laughs> so I walked in, and your poor bartender is on crutches. Yeah. And she has like this whole aircast so boot situation happening. And I remember back in my heydays, back when I was a cool kid and, you know, had, had a social life, and <laughs> I was working. Um, at the bar, I think I just started being a bar manager. And I slipped because I was wearing different shoes. Were you wearing, like, fancy shoes and not practical like, bar not shoes? not non-slip bar shoes. <laughs> I think I was just wearing, like, a regular flat or, like, a probably a Converse because that's what I was – that was my go-to back then. <laughs> it was just I love a, it. And Converse, I, a basic Chuck Taylor. Yeah, love it. Um – but I slipped and fell because somebody had spilt something on the floor, of course. Who doesn't? Um, and I broke my butt. Like, broke your butt? Like, broke my butt. How does how does that happen? What happens? <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I, so, we had t all tile flooring. Okay. It was, like, big, like, 12 by 12 square, like, stone tiles. Like, brownstone tiles as the flooring. And when I slipped, we had, like, bar mats, like, close to, like, where the bartenders would stand. Right. But, but not, not, like, out outside. Like, they yep. weren't, like, the whole thing. So, I was walking back. Somebody dropped something, spilled something. I slipped on the tile and fell. Like, the, the people who were at the bar, which it was in the evening, so it was a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Embarrassing. It couldn't have happened at, like, 1 p.m. Right. No, it had to happen at, like, 9.30. Of course, <laughs> so, when it's, like, full height of the of the evening. Yeah, people Everybody, are now walking in. You've got a lot of eyes on you. Yeah. And they, they just said I, I was at, like, a 90-degree angle the entire time. And I just fell directly on my butt. And that sounds painful. It was bad. I had to get 
So the doctor wrote me a prescription, and when I went to go pick up my medicine from the pharmacy, they also gave me this inflatable package. Was it like a donut? It was a donut that I had to carry around with me. I I had to use it. Like, after a few days, I was allowed to drive. So I had to put it in my car to sit down. I had to put it on my sofa. I had to take it to the bathroom. Like, I could not sit down without sitting on this donut because I broke my butt. (laughs) I've never even heard of breaking a butt, but that does not sound... I mean, like, your butt is used all day long. (laughs) It's an extension of your leg, so, like, I just see, like, walking to be difficult, sitting to be difficult. How do you pee? Like It was I not the most convenient. <laughs> I, I wish awful. I would have, like, gone for an ankle. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, a forearm. <laughs> Instead, like, you're no. carrying, like, a donut under your arm everywhere you go. Yep. Little blow-up donut. Basically, I just worked at the end of the bar... Um, actually, no, like, I tried, but my donut wouldn't fit, so I had to sit in a booth. And I, like, brought my laptop in, transferred everything to my personal email, because back then I wasn't in finance, so I could do that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm in finance during the day, too. A lot of regulation. (laughs) Yeah, I just, like, transferred everything to my personal email, and then I just had everybody come to me. Well, actually, that sounds lovely. (laughs) It was great, but it was... Probably one of the most awkward things I could break was my butt. butt. Uh, I gotta say that's the first. Never heard of a butt breaking before. Um, But clearly our our associate here brought back some some memories. (laughs) That poor girl. I feel so bad for her. Um, So, wow. It's an interesting, yeah, confession. You broke your butt. I'm, uh, hmm. I don't know if I can top that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a confession. Now that you're going down this medical route, I'm like, oh my god, do you remember the time? And I'm like, oh, is that appropriate for for, for everything podcasts? is appropriate on the Mommy Wines podcast? Just let me tell you, there are well, no restrictions. I do think it's hilarious that we <laughs> talked about laser earlier. Yes, I have an awful laser confession. Like, do it really bad. Tell me all about it. It's terrible, but I'm going to tell you. Because I've thought about getting laser. Because I shave my whole body. Do you really? That yes. takes a lot of time. It, tell me about it. Yeah. I have the Schick Intuition. Mm-hmm. And Which is a good razor. Yeah. yeah. Been using it for like 15 aloe. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Arms, legs, everything. I shave head to toe. Which is one of well, the, except for your head. Well, yeah, except for <laughs> except for my head. She so does have hair, neck to toe. I shave. She does have hair on her head. Um, Has that made you a faster swimmer? <laughs> am, am I? What is his name? Mike something or other? Right. <laughs> Michael Phelps. Don't they shave everything so that they like do. nothing holds them back? Yeah. If I swim, <laughs> which I am, it's, it's so crazy because like normally if I'm in Ohio, I'm an outdoorsy person. I go camping all the time. I'm in the lake all the time. I'm pontooning or, you know, beaching it up or, mm-hmm. um, you know, at music festivals. But out here, the water's freaking cold. Yeah. I have no desire yeah. to go in this stagnant, freezing cold water. Yeah. For um, like the... Two or three weeks a summer that it might be worth going in. It's not worth it. And it's impossible to schedule anything in advance when you're a mom. So, like, I have no desire to freeze my ass off in stagnant, like, great basin-like water. Um, And then camping, it's like I I go camping in, like, the forest, you know? Like, in in the woods. Right. It's where you go. But like That's I'm not gonna camp. go camp in the desert. I don't want sand in my in my ass crack when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Look, I, I think you need to get out camping though in the desert and just check it out. But I, I if I had a camper, so I would camp. I don't camp. I don't tent camp. I don't do it. Like anybody that I don't knows think me, I would out here. there's no desire. Yeah, no, I don't. I love camp camping. Camping like. I used to work a lot, actually, at, like, a music festival location called Nelson's Ledges back in Ohio. Okay. Um, Milo actually kicked for the first time. Aww. To a Grateful Dead tribute back in Ohio when he was still not, still like, still, like, zero. 
Um, <laughs> little pee in your belly. Little pee. But, yeah, I used to camp all the time. But, like, out here, it's like, I, I don't I don't have any desire to sleep on a rocky, hard, sandy ground. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't do it for me. I do, either. however, keep my hammock in the trunk of my car. Oh, so Just in case. Yeah. Just in case. So you're prepared in I'm case that opportunity should. Prepared. But I am not a camper either. However, I did this past year. Um, my neighbor had one of those, like, S camps. It's, like, oh, basically, yeah. I don't know if it's called a fifth wheel, but it's a hitched camper. Um, they look, like, almost like a little teardrop, almost. Looking oh, that camper. they can, like, pull with their truck? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I don't know what kind of, like, bug got up my bum, but <laughs> I all of a sudden saw this and wanted it. Like, I want to take it. I want to refurbish it. I started a Pinterest page, like, all around, like, how to redo these S-Camp um, I will share my board trailers. with you because I'm obsessed with redoing a school bus. That would be awesome. So that right now I'll and share the vans are a big thing. Like yeah. redoing van, like just regular, you know, vehicle vans. Okay, so maybe this summer wasn't the summer my body was bikini ready. But that's not going to discourage me from trying to keep up my motivation and accomplish my health and fitness goals. A few things I love when I'm out there flexing my mom bod are my no lace Puma trainers. A good Whitney Simmons workout routine. Go follow her on IG if you're not already. And of course, my Zaya Active Wear. Zaya Active is a Utah-based premium active lifestyle brand. However, without the premium price tag. Though I may be skimping on my portions these days, the people over at Zaya Active are definitely not skimping on their quality. The light and tight leggings are ideal for any mom who's out there moving in a grooving with sweat wicking, moisture control, breathable, squat proof, anti-odor, and compressive materials. Nothing beats Zaya Active. I feel instantly slimmer when I put on my light and tights, and the best part is they don't budge during my workouts or even busy days. So no tugging or wiggling or pulling them up. Zaya has something for the whole family with the growing and popular men's collection and new kids items. So go get cozy and shop the fall into fitness event at myzaya.com backslash emadon for a chance to win a pair of leggings. If you are interested in signing up to become a Zaya Active rep, either for the 25% discount or as a side hustle, go ahead and email mommywinespodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go ahead and shoot me a message on Instagram at Emma underscore Dawn. I love the school bus idea, by the way. I, I, think, love I think that is so school. cool. Um, like an old one. Like yes. a oh, yeah. 72 school bus. Of course. You can get them you at auction like for like $2,000 on it or something. Really? Oh, yeah. The problem so, is where do you store it? Like, what do you do with it? Like, is that... Put it in your driveway. Oh, you yeah. Represent. Your neighbors are going to love you. Because <laughs> you know it's going to sit there for a while while it's being refurbished. So, by the way, funny story about that S-Camp. So, I, <laughs> I approached my neighbor and I said, hey, it's been sitting in this, you know, little parking spot next to my garage for ever since I've lived here, 10 years, the thing never moves. It's probably a little dry rotted, you know, it's got some damage. So I said, I don't know if you're interested in selling it, um, but if you are, I'd be interested in buying it. And he said, oh, well, what would you think of a price? And I unfortunately did not do my research. So (laughs) I'm like, I don't know, 1,500 bucks? And he's like, well, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. So I went home that night, and I'm like, I probably should have done a little research before I, you know, put my stuck my foot in my mouth. They're going, like, they're starting bids for, like, five grand. They're not cheap. You could do a whole school bus oh, for I five know. grand. I know. I thought for sure, like, I was given a good offer. Well, he must have done the same thing, because the next day, <laughs> he's like... He's like, yeah, I'm, I'll let it go, to, but I'm looking more in the $5,000 range. And I'm like, oh, that's a little more than I wanted to spend. I never even did any research. Sorry about that. So he ends up putting it on KSL, and it sold in like three hours. Anyway, so I didn't get the camper, but I still have a little itch, a little bug. Um, that is probably the only way I would camp outside of going to like an actual camp, a lodge with a fireplace and a bottle of 
wine and watching, you know, the outdoors <laughs> from a window. So I was going to tell you the laser story. Yes, please. Because <laughs> I, I saw your smirks and your grins when we were talking about my waxing experience. Yes, so that's what got us. That would, it was a, funny because we were sitting outside in our original conversation before we started uh, recording talking about that. And I thought of it then and I was like, oh, probably not a good time to talk about it. Just you and I. So now it's just so appropriate. <laughs> then, of course, with your injury talk, with breaking your butt, um, it's just on my mind. So, yeah, lace, laser hair removal. I love that you shave. I am Italian. My hair is coarse. It grows fast. It grows dark. It's annoying. Um, so I decided to do a Brazilian laser takes multiple sessions. Um, they felt I would be at least six um, based on my... Six times? Is uh-huh. it like laser tattoo removal? Is that the same kind of situation? I mean, I feel it felt like that. Yeah. like <laughs> Is and, it and really painful? So luckily the, the salon that I went to um, right here in Salt Lake City, I won't name names because this story kind of gets off <laughs> into a whole other tragic ending. But um, so they give you a numbing cream. So you arrive for your session, you know, 30, 30, 40 minutes in advance. You sit in the room. You put the numbing lotion on. You let it kind of take take its toll. Um, and then they come in and they do the procedure. And it is uncomfortable. I mean, when you do think of, um, when you think of waxing. I wouldn't imagine it to be comfortable. No. Like, yeah. So all of that is happening. I mean, it's zapping your hair. Um it's killing the follicles, you know, the whole bit. You have to go for multiple sessions. So everything's looking great. I'm maybe, this is like the fifth time there. The gal that's doing it is like, you're you're coming along nicely. I'm seeing her. I mean, we're like best friends now. We're talking while she's in the most private part of my <laughs> body. Or I'm on all fours with my ass in her face. She's doing it's what she's doing. It's hard not to become friends with that person. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, now friends you, with Jenna. Exactly. <laughs> it's she yeah, I mean, my you're asshole. You're as close to things as you can be. <laughs> so, you know, we're talking about the kid, her kids. We're talking about life. And then, unfortunately, so, so the tragic part of this story is one of my last visits there, and this, by the way, is about six years ago. Um, it's scheduled to be my last visit, my last treatment. There's a gal sitting next to me in the waiting room. And I had shown up unusually early, but I was like, I'll just do some work while I'm here. You know, at some point I do want to put that numbing cream on because I'm still using it. You know, provide some relief. A gal sits next to me in the waiting room, and I got to chatting with her, and she was coming in for LASIK hair removal on her legs. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's a larger area. How long does that take? She was like, oh, no, it's one of my last ones, and... Shouldn't be too long. She was right before me. So she does her thing. She leaves. I actually saw her leave. I now go in. I do my numbing, my 30 minutes, and then the machine starts up. And I knew right off the bat, I was like, this does not feel right. So I said to the technician, um, I said, Alicia, this is really, it's, it's really bad this time around. Like, do you think my cream's not working? She goes, no, you look great. She's telling me I look awesome. Everything's working out fine. Things are working. She goes through the whole procedure. I am like in tears. I mean, it's really bad. So painful, painful, painful beyond like any pain I'd ever experienced before. Pain more, 10 times more painful than the first time I went to have this laser done. Oh my gosh. So I, like, immediately get off the the bed, and I go into the bathroom. I'm just like, something's not right. So I take a wet cloth. I'm, like, holding a wet cloth on myself. Like, something's not right. Go upstairs. Um, I paid. The whole time I'm, I'm saying to the lady that I'm paying, I'm like, this is unusual. It's really bad today. And they're like, don't worry. Just go home and, you know, give it a couple minutes and let it rest. I could barely drive home. It was so bad. So I get home, and I'm like, something is wrong here. I sat on an ice pack for like three hours. <laughs> I literally, she burnt my shit. Like I was burnt, like black skinned burnt. So I called her, my technician, and I'm like, 
something's you know this is not how it's ever looked before this is really bad she goes well you know what you should do you should i'll write your prescription go to your pharmacist and pick up this cream and i'm like i can't even move (laughs) off of the ice pack i'm sitting on like the only relief i get is this ice cube because it's i'm completely numb you know (laughs) anyway so worst experience of my life i have sworn off the place that i had it done at which i won't name here but um, it was one of those things where it's like, God, I never needed to have this done. I mean, it's kind of a vanity thing, you know? Like, yeah. It's not like I'm about to lose my eyesight, you <laughs> it's know? Like it was just like, it's I don't like a feel like job. shaving every day, you know, or going and watch. Yeah, exactly. It's not like I'm having reconstructive surgery for, re- you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was an elected surgery. Um, good thing is no, no issues afterward just mentally my you know I've, I've clearly been bothered by that um, maybe that's what you get for being vain I know right so I think that all the time I'm like well duh yeah I was being like so selfish like getting a surgery like a LASIK surgery laser surgery that like wasn't necessary tell everybody um where they can find you in Mountain West on social media or on the internets the internet the interwebs we're on all those social media cha- uh, channels um so we are on Instagram Facebook um I think we're even tweeting these days still oh, everybody's geez. tweeting do you have somebody who handles that for you yeah I do in fact <laughs> do you think it's funny because right now I'm like what is our hand okay so mountain it is actually mountain west cider on Instagram and um we're also on Facebook I think we're even on Snapchat although I don't know if we do a whole lot on Snapchat but we have we have somebody to do that. I'm you know? no longer on Snapchat. I just do Instagram. Yeah, I, I feel like that's come and gone, hasn't it? I delete it. I have no idea. Some of the young kids at the young young bucks. We're talking about it, but I deleted my Facebook last week. Completely I'm off Facebook. Just on Instagram. So I'm starting to like Facebooks for the groups. Like if like we have a run. I participate in a running group is a perfect example. Um. But other than that, I just feel like Facebook is just a platform for people to just be mean. They're way meaner, I think, on Facebook than Instagram. Oh, absolutely. I agree. I think I think Instagram definitely, like, encourages, like... Positivity. Positivity, yeah. And, like, yeah. Even though there's, like, Instagram models or, yeah. like, no. uh, I... I need to, like, take a step back sometimes because I'll compare myself to, like, Instagram moms. Oh, no. Which is, like, worse than a That's Pinterest mom. That's full-time job. I know. By the way, think of, like, you're working your tail feather off. They Their whole focus is just to look good. I know. Yes, but go follow Mountain West Hard Cider. Yes, please do. And if you're local to the Utah Salt Lake City area or if you're coming in for travels, um, stop by. They have a giant outdoor... Cider well, Garden. Yeah. That's probably going to be closing. We're closing for the season. Soon. Yeah, November. But, but there's but a we've bar inside. Bar, yeah. That we're expanding, so. Or you can buy any of their stuff. I'm assuming at any of the liquor stores. Yep. We're at all the liquor stores across the state. Or you can come by our cidery and purchase here for, for to-go as well. Nice. So, yeah. Well, thanks for being my guest again. Thanks for having me again. It's always fun. (laughs) Always a good time. Appreciate it. I want to give a huge thanks to this week's podcast sponsors, NakedWines.com, Zaya Active, and Coffee Over Cardio. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Do you really love Mommy Wines? Become a sponsor of the show by clicking the link in the show notes below or visiting Mommy Wines Podcast on anchor.fm. Excited to hear new shows brought to you by the Mommy Wines Network? Go to themommywines.com and subscribe to the email newsletter. More projects are coming soon, and by subscribing, you'll be the first to know all about them. Don't forget to use coupon code WINEMOM at checkout for free shipping on all of the items from the Mommy Wines merch store. And follow the Mommy Wines Podcast on Instagram. Until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.